This episode was made in partnership with the University of Florida's Department of Agricultural Education and Communication. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Boundless Science. We hope you listen to more of our episodes at streamingscience.com. Make today great. Hello, everybody. I am Haley Bladak, and here with me today, I have Joel McQuaig. Um, a little bit introduction on Joel McQuaig is he graduated from the University of Georgia in 1985. Subsequent to that, he spent time managing managing a bovine embryo transfer facility, working in management for a livestock supply corporation, and training horses for a variety of disciplines. Joel has also been a custom saddle maker for over 30 years. Currently, he is a faculty member at the University of Florida Department of Animal Sciences and holds a 90% teaching and 10% extension appointment. He teaches classes ranging from horse training and management to career exploration, advises clubs, and serves as the faculty supervisor for the equine teaching and research units. Hello, Joel. How are you? Good, Haley. How are you? I'm doing good. Joel, what is your educational background and how did you end up at UF? from the University of Georgia in animal science with a concentration or a field of study in beef cattle management. It was kind of my be-all and end-all when I first graduated college to manage a ranch, and I guess that's where I ended up. Um, in keeping with that, though, I guess I've also been training horses probably, um, I don't know, since I was maybe 14, 15, uh, at least as far as when I got paid for it. Uh, so that's also been a really strong interest of mine. Um, so I did that for a while, managed beef cattle operation for a while, um, thoroughly enjoyed that, loved every aspect of it. We used horses on the ranch. I enjoyed that part, trained horses on the side. I enjoyed all that. And then I had a chance to go work for uh, a saddle maker in Gardner, Montana. And so I left that job um, with the idea of becoming, uh, or, or at least learning about saddle making. When I was 17 or so, I had a guy custom make me a saddle and I felt like I could, I could read my colt so much better. And so that was always in the back of my brain. And I knew I couldn't afford the quality of the saddles that I thought I'd want in my lifetime. So I thought, well, why not learn to do it? And I did. And that's been part of what I do at UF, um, saddle fitting clinics, things like that, making making horses comfortable. Um, I do a number of those every year for different groups. And so that had a part in that. So I did that for a little while in Gardner, Montana. Uh, I had an opportunity to move back to the southeast and work for a company that did uh, livestock equipment pharmaceutical sales. We had we had locations in Texas all the way down through Florida and up the East Coast, um, headquartered in Atlanta. And I and I enjoyed that. That was fun. One of the things that I did while I was doing that was I was I had always had an interest in building things. And so helping people take a raw piece of land and turn it into a horse farm or a beef cattle operation was one of the things that I enjoyed learning about everything from where do we put the buildings, how do we do the fences, cattle handling facilities, horse barns, uh, water drainage, you know, all those kinds of things was, was, was part of what I did in that, in that, in that career path. Um, and then I got involved in the corporate side of it a little bit too, uh, and developing other businesses and that was fun. And then you say, you know, what, I think your next question, it was, how did I end up at UF? Dr. Ed Johnson was a state extension horse specialist at the time. He came in and sat in my office and he said, we've gotten money from the legislature to basically build the horse teaching unit, develop equine curriculum, and have an equine specialization in animal sciences. And we're looking for a faculty member. We've got funding to, to hire an additional faculty member, and we'd like someone to come do that. And I said, that sounds great. 
I'll see who I can think of. And he goes, no, we'd like you to apply. And I said, I'm not a school teacher. And he says, we'd still like you to apply. And I said, not me. So that occurred over a period of time of about three weeks. And he came, comes back in and he goes, hey, what about that, that position with the University of Florida? And I said, I don't think I'm interested in, in that. And he says, please apply. And I did. And I interviewed and they offered me the job. Um, and it's been phenomenal. I love what I do. I've been richly blessed with getting to, to kind of develop the horse teaching unit and some other facilities at, at the University of Florida, uh, develop a bunch of classes, kind of develop a breeding program with the broodmare herd. Um, those have all been, been immensely rewarding. So that's a little bit about how I came to the University of Florida. Um, and I've been here, I don't know, I guess maybe 26, 27 years. Wow. So you have a great handle on what we do here at UF at the horse teaching unit. So as I have a little bit of background on the horse teaching unit, for those who may not know, what is the equine science ranch management at the University of Florida? Two-part question there. So equine sciences is one of the options in the animal sciences undergraduate curriculum and the graduate program as well. And so there are half a dozen of us that are faculty members that, that teach in the equine specific program, and we all have different roles. We've got uh, reproductive uh, specialists, we've got geneticists, we've got nutritionists, um, we've got people like myself that work in management and training and things like that. And so it allows a student to be able to come into the University of Florida with the goal of working in the industry, either in production, uh, on the production side of the horse, horse industry, or in one of the allied industries like feed or pharmaceutical sales, it allows a student to come in and get their undergraduate with us and then and then be prepared to go to vet school or graduate school with, a, again, the goal of working um, primarily with horses. So you ask about ranch management. So the equine component works with our beef faculty to develop uh, ranching specific classes and ranching specific skill sets in some of our graduates so that they can go to work in that in that uh, beef cattle operation uh, or for beef cattle operation that utilizes horses heavily. Awesome. So as you mentioned earlier, um, that equine is such an important topic and you've had a lot of background in it. You kind of already took care of the fact that how you got to UF and how you got in with the job and not other species, as in like the beef teaching unit that we have here at the university. So as you mentioned, uh, the horse teaching unit, um, many students on the ag comm side of things don't know what the HTU so-called is known at the horse teaching unit. So what is the UF horse teaching unit? Well, it's a 65 acre facility that's three miles south of the main campus. Um, and as its name implies, it is a teaching unit and it's specific to horse or primarily specific to horse. I, we do a few beef cattle activities out there. But we've also got a beef teaching unit. So both of those are teaching units and one is specific primarily to beef, one is specific primarily to horse. Um, the horse teaching unit of the HTU works in collaboration or is a sister unit to our equine sciences center in Ocala, which is where our broodmare herd resides and where we do the bulk of our equine focused research. And so we've got two horse units. We've got Oh, I guess you could say we've got three beef units that are that are reasonably close to campus. But the beef teaching unit is is like the horse teaching unit, close enough for student engagement and involvement and educational opportunities. Um, and the HTU does a little bit of research, too. We don't do a lot of research. Again, most of that occurs at our Ocala, Ocala property. 
but we do a little bit there. Awesome. Absolutely. So it looks like there's a lot of opportunities for students in animal science and interest in things like that. What does your daily jobs and tasks look like at the HTU? Teaching unit. Um, usually I'll teach somewhere in the neighborhood of three classes a semester uh, or at least spring and fall. And so Spring semester, for example, I'm at the horse teaching unit with intermediate horse training from three to five, four day, four afternoons a week. Uh, farrier class, I'm there two mornings a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so that's my teaching component. And then the other things that I do, it may involve um, working with broodmares or working with our farm manager to, to pick matings for those broodmares and, and, and facility development, those types of things. Um, I do quite a bit of that. I advise students. I have an extension component to my job, and I do some work with uh, beef cattle as well as horse, but it's, it's, it's more horse-focused than beef cattle. Uh, so my days are never the same, other than the afternoon. Afternoon, obviously, is involved uh, this semester in, in classes taught at the horse teaching unit, but the rest of the day could be uh, a variety of things. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I hope that yeah, I totally agree with you. I hope that in my future career, I have a day that's different and it's not the same every single day. Um, so I know that, and others may not know, there is jobs at the UFHTU. Um, what do those do on a daily basis? And if someone wants to go about maybe having interest for that, how do they go about signing up for that? No, Cala. And so those students at the horse teaching unit will work. I'm going to say 10 to maybe 20 hours per week. Uh, 10 hours of that schedule covers their, their boarding facility, so they live at the horse teaching unit, um, covers their room space. Um, but they can do anything from feeding chores to health management to helping with the, the, the broodmares and the breeding operation component to it. Um, it's a lot of everything. You know, I, I guess it, the first thing you think about, obviously, is, is – traditional AM and PM horse care. They manage a lot of that. They handle weekends. They don't work every weekend, but they work every third weekend, again, taking care of horses. The cool part about that for a student is not only do they learn a lot about horse care and management, but they also get extra opportunities when we're doing things like embryo transfer flushes um, or, or we're managing lameness in, a, in, a, in an injured horse or or things like that. There's a lot of other things that go on on a horse farm that those students get a tremendous amount of hands-on opportunities uh, for. You know, sometimes they get an opportunity to, to assist with training or something like that, depending on what their interest is. Um, so it's a unique opportunity for students. I would tell you it's probably the, the least expensive place you can live close to Gainesville. Um, it's quiet, it's peaceful, it's convenient, and again, it gives you a student a number of opportunities to put their hands on horses and become better. And I think that provides value for a student that wants to go to to go to vet school or, again, the student that wants to go into the industry. Yeah, um, definitely taking care of the land there and having the opportunity. Yeah, um, definitely taking care of the land there and having the opportunity to live there is pretty awesome. Um, personally, I know you said that the equine research takes mostly takes place in Ocala, um, but do you have any equine research? so much as I help our research-focused faculty with horses and facilities to get their research done. I've been on research projects before, but usually my schedule doesn't allow me to do 
too much with that, but it does allow me, um, and my position does does facilitate me to be able to to help them with horse numbers and and locating those horses and things like that. Um, you know, I guess uh, I work with the farm manager and our equine faculty to kind of decide who does what with which horses, and when we have open opportunities to do things like like weaning nutrition trials or genetics work or or reproduction uh, work with Dr. Dagonal or somebody like that. So, yeah, uh, I get my hands somewhat wet in the research part of it, but I don't have a research appointment. Yeah, so you definitely... Yeah, so you definitely give the research component to researchers, which is pretty cool that you have some part taking in it. Um, Why do you love what you do so much and what makes you happy doing it? To watch students come in, sometimes with no real idea of what they want to do with their life, and and then go through our program, learn, obviously, in the classroom, learn in our hands on application process and then find success in a career. And I'm very blessed that I get to keep up with a number of our students after graduation, uh, watch them raise families, watch them go through their lives uh, and, and grow in their careers. That's that's a very, very satisfying part of my job. I really enjoy that. And, and again, keeping up with them after they graduate is, is pretty neat. I'm blessed to be able to do that with a lot of them. Uh, and they go from being your student to being your friend to being your colleague. Uh, those types of things, watching students go through vet school successfully, uh, watching them go through graduate school. Um, it's pretty neat. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. I heard that you some extracurricular Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. I heard that you do some extracurricular activity and that you are a club advisor for the Black and Bridal Club. Tell me a little bit about that club, who's in it, it qualifies for and some things that you guys do. Club uh, for land grant university. So almost every land grant with an ag program, well, almost every land grant, let me rephrase that, has a block and bottle club. Um, if they've got an animal science department, they usually have a block and bottle club. And so again, it's a national organization that all students with an interest in animal science can come and join. And so we'll have students in there, obviously, with the animal science degree focuses, but we'll have students that are business majors and psychology majors and just have an interest in something to do with livestock. Um, again, it's a block and a bridle, so it's it's food animal production and it's horse related. And those students come together and do a variety of service projects, uh, fun projects, travel opportunities, go in the National Block and Bridle Convention, go in the National Cattlemen's Beef Association Convention, traveling to the Florida Cattlemen's Convention. All those are, are things, uh, tours, guest speakers. Um, it is a tremendous club for students with an interest in animal agriculture. Uh, or, you know, and I love horses in with that as well. Yes, it definitely takes. Um, yes, it definitely takes a lot of time, um, and, effort to lot of time and effort to be in the club, but you also get so much good out of it. To take a little bit away from so much UF and things that you do, if you choose one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Be a word driven. I like to see things progress. Um, I like the idea of building something, you know, looking at the HTU the way it was um, when we, we first started and, and where it's is right now and where I believe it's heading over the next five years. That's immensely satisfying. Uh, watching the beef teaching unit do the same thing. You know, I can remember when it was, 
it, it was sorely lacking, I guess is the way I know, best know to phrase it, but watching how we progress with buildings and class uh, facilities and the curriculum that we offer, that's, that's very satisfying. Yeah, I definitely agree. After yeah, I definitely agree. After talking with you and seeing where the job is taking where you the job the is taking you over the years and what has been successful or not so successful would definitely be fortunate um, in your hands. Recently, I've heard that you participated in the Tallahassee Capital Day for the Florida cattlemen and cattlewomen. What part did you take in that? Um, I grew up in Polk County in Lakeland, uh, and I and I worked for various ranches down there, and and kind of got my start um, with horses down there as well. But Florida Cattlemen's Association is is probably the best beef association in the nation. We are so fortunate to have a really good association, and so that helps feed my beef interest as well. Um, I enjoy that group. Uh, I'm I'm a member of the Ranch Horse Committee for that group. I serve on some uh, help with them with some committees. Uh, research and education committee, things like that. Um, and so when we go to Tallahassee to lobby, we're lobbying for agricultural interests that affect the beef cattle industry and the livestock industry. And so uh, we hold a, cap a quarterly there every, every spring um, during the legislative session. And it gives us an opportunity to take students and to, to meet with cattlemen and to travel around and meet people on the House side and the Senate side and explain to them and describe to them the things and the missions and the goals of the Florida Cattlemen's Association. And this year, it also gave us an opportunity to talk about a legislative budget request for the horse teaching unit, and the cattlemen are helping us with that. So we've got a number of horse associations that are helping us, and, and certainly the Florida Cattlemen's Association is part of that uh, as well, and, and they, they carried a banner for us. Um, a few years ago, we did the same thing for the beef teaching unit and got uh, $3.6 uh, for the beef teaching unit to help develop the facilities there. We were asking this year the legislature for $2 million, a little under $2 million, to develop new facilities at the horse teaching unit. And so going to the quarterly with those cattlemen and, and, and getting their assistance in that ask is a big deal. And so fingers crossed. Um, we're, we're optimistic. We hope that uh, we're successful. But it's one of a variety of things that we talk with every year uh, with the cattlemen and the legislatures, legislators about, about things that are important to the beef industry. Yeah, definitely. As I yeah. have heard of the Gator Collegiate Gator Cattle, Cattle Woman, the, the, where we hold our meetings, and since cattle is a big part of our industry and not so much equine, the Capital Day not only helps lobby for things that we are asking for at the University of Florida, but also building relationships while we are there. So that is something that is super special to not only Block and Bridal, but the Gator Collegiate Cattle Woman as well. and our undergraduates and our club members from both of those two clubs, a chance to work with cattlemen, but again, a chance to take, to take uh, the opportunity to walk the House and the Senate side and see what goes on in government. You know, most students don't have a good feel for how that impacts them. And when you're able to go there and you're sh able to shake hands with the people that are making decisions that truly affect you, um, there's value in that. Uh, and at the end of the day, they can walk back in the doors of the beef teaching unit and go, this is how that occurred. I mean, Students just like yourself lobbied for that building, and, and, and there we go. I mean, it gave us a tremendous opportunity to, to teach in high-quality facilities. Yeah, not only seeing yeah, it from, only seeing advisor, it from a professor, advisor or professor, professor standpoint, standpoint, but also from a student standpoint, 
and perspective to see what it's like to do all that. For someone who has no clue what that is, what does the Cattlemen's, Florida Cattlemen's Convention in Marco Island consist of each year and how does it relate to your job? Uh, and it gives us about four days to gather together to bring in speakers, have informational sessions, a huge trade show, meetings, selection of our of our leadership team, um, and youth activities. And so from my standpoint, I go down there to work with the Research and Education Committee um, to support Block and Bridle and GCW. You guys obviously are down there. We have uh, a booth in the trade show. Um, few of us put on a, a big fundraiser um, that benefits the Florida Cattlemen's Foundation called the Big Loop Dummy Roping. And uh, Dusty Holly and Jesse Sabella and I put that that thing together. And it again, it's a, a fundraiser for the Florida Cattlemen's Foundation, which is in turn a supporter of our undergraduate program. So that's a big deal for us. It's a, And it's a tremendous amount of fun. Um, it's a family-oriented event, but it gives you a chance again to meet with a lot of, a lot of people in the beef cattle industry. We have a number of producers that come from other states to our convention too, uh, because they sell bulls down here, they sell equipment down here, or they're interested in buying from our from our producers. And so it, it creates tremendous networking opportunities. And so for me, it gives me a chance again to, to interact with our producers and meet people from other states as well. And when I help students find an internship in Okeechobee, Florida, or up in the panhandle of Florida, or in Benjamin, Texas, those are places where I can meet those those producers and introduce them to our students and talk with them about our program and get their feedback on what we're doing right and what we need to improve on. Yeah, so the whole aspect the whole of the Florida Cattlemen's Convention is not only meeting people, going to the trade show, going to meetings, going to dinners, listening to the governor speak at the last dinner on the last night, but it also is a lot of fun meeting people and gaining those new relationships while you're there.
This episode was made in partnership with the University of Florida's Department of Agricultural Education and Communication. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Boundless Science. We hope you listen to more of our episodes at streamingscience.com. Make today great.